0: Hello, and welcome to episode three of what has recently been christened Shallow Impact. I am one half of this podcasting duo. I am Caleb B. Coincidentally, that is also my Twitter handle. I am joined, as always, by my good friend from the BK. We're talking about John D. You can follow him on Twitter at Jorge Blanco, please, Follow us on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at pod impact. That's P O D impact. John, tonight we are going to recap as previously promised alluded to. We're going to recap impact for July. Help me out here. 21st, July 21st. How are you doing, John? I'm doing well. That's good, man. That's good. So, man, there there was so much happening as I knew there would be, you know, this felt like a bit of a rebirth for impact. I mean, And I mean, you know, I've enjoyed, you know, the past couple of years as much as anyone, but you know, it felt like they knew tonight was almost like the beginning of a new era. And it started off with a new intro and new intro package and everything. The song wasn't bad. I mean, it's pretty well placeholder, but you know, the song wasn't bad. The, you saw like most of the roster on there as well
1: you saw all the new additions if i remember right too
0: yes yes uh, not all uh, i mean all that had come in before tonight's episode of course but but not quite everyone because surprise surprise we did get some more additions tonight and the first thing we see after the intro is ec3 talking to us he tells us we need to control our narrative we need to live for the moment, live in the moment. And he gave us a warning. And he would he would deliver upon that warning um, much later. real quick. Josh Matthews says something on commentary a couple of times later that you know, two and two isn't making four here because of what Josh is saying, the story that they're telling. But I'm yeah. not
1: liking this at all so far, to be honest. It's really? feeling very, very Damian Sandow in TNA-ish to me, where it's I'm gonna be the serious guy now. And I'm not saying even... it, can't, it can't get better because he looks like yeah. he's in good shape. I mm-hmm. like the new finisher if that's what it is that he hit later on. Yeah. Um. I just have to see where it goes. Right now, I'm not feeling it, but I think it could get better
0: did you uh did you watch the match that he put on youtube over the weekend
1: i did not i missed that
0: it i mean it was interesting uh I wasn't too thrilled by it but it it wasn't bad it was it was different um I'm getting art house vibes here, and I say art house ironically so <laughs> i'm hoping um, i'm hoping this can turn around.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling I'm, I get what you're saying a little bit, but uh, like I said, I have to see really where this goes because right now it's I don't I don't love it, but I do like what the first feud looks like. It's going to be at least, so that might help it.
0: Yeah, and so after that, the first thing we see, the first match we are getting is a rematch for the X Division title. What do you think of the Willie Mac and Chris Bay rematch here, John? I don't know if it's
1: because I was paying more attention to this one or what. I feel like I liked it more than the Match of Slammiversary, to be honest.
0: I'm kind of in the same camp, to be completely truthful.
1: I really, there's just little things with Bay that I really like, too. Like, um, I noticed this time, and he might have been wearing the same thing Saturday, and like I said, I just didn't notice. But uh, mm-hmm. I like his knee pads where it's Bay is Bay. Yeah. And just little things like that.
0: Yeah, B E Y is B A E for you, uh, yeah. you millennials listening to the show.
1: Um, one of the things I really not... liked in the match,
0: oh, so I took they're... a little bit
1: of notes today. Yeah, um, uh huh. And then my, my daughter decided she wanted to rip up the paper around me. Awesome. So uh, I got I got a fractions of things here, but the main thing that I took away from this match was I loved near the end. Um, they rolled back to avoid the frog splash. I thought that was. Uh, something a little unique and different. The way he did the back roll instead of just usually you would get the roll out of, like to the side. Yeah. I thought that was creative and really showed off his athleticism.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, although, I'm more of a fan of the rolling in to be completely truthful. Mm. Personally.
1: I think you can go out or in, but uh, I like backwards because it just felt different. I feel like you see a lot of yeah. in, you have know, a lot of outs, but uh, backwards
0: is a good change. Yeah. And so he uh, he hit Art of the Deal again, right? That's what he won off of? I what is
1: Is that what it's called? I forget. It's the off It's basically. not called Art of the Deal. That's,
0: that's just a joke. It's called Art of Finesse, but I, I'm going to keep referring to it as Art of the Deal.
1: I'm going to be honest. You're going to probably make jokes every time we have the podcast, and I'm never going to remember what it's going to be called.
0: That's all good. Uh, yes, I'm going to be honest. A lot of these jokes probably won't land, but I write my jokes for an audience of one.
1: That's that's the only
0: person who matters. Mm-hmm. That's our exactly. entire <laughs> Wow. Uh oh. By the way, I forgot to mention. It, I was really disappointed that Madison Rain was back in the booth.
1: Uh yeah, I wish it was Don too.
0: But yeah, I, I missed. I did point.
1: like. I liked Josh uh, breaking her chops all night about mm-hmm. her getting eliminated and stuff. I oh, thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, real quick, one thing we missed. Um, I, I failed to mention. Was Kylie during the Gauntlet? Kylie was eliminating people, eliminating people, and then apologizing for eliminating them. So that's—I <laughs> don't,
1: I don't even think I caught that. That's pretty funny.
0: We will. Uh, she'll she'll come up later, and she's just so freak. Man, I can see how some people could cringe watching her, but I just find her so entertaining. To be completely truthful.
1: She feels like vintage Bailey, but not even in a bad way. Like, it doesn't feel like a knockoff. It's just a very similar sort of feel, yeah. but not like a copy, really.
0: No, yeah. I mean, I, I can see some uh, inspiration for sure. But, uh, oh, by the way, at one point, Willie Mack did tell Chris Bay to get his uh, B word, A word up, as it were. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to go about swearing. So I'm I'm being careful.
1: Yeah, like, me me either. I'm uh I'm still on the fence with that.
0: Mhm. So if you don't like my almost swearing, you can get over it, folks. Um. Uh, <laughs> well, right
1: well after Caleb.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. You should hear me on the HeroCast. I get really, really angry. I'm um, going
1: from uh TV seven to TVPG People, be careful. <laughs>
0: Yep. Yep. It's getting, and you give it a, you give it like five years. I'm going to regularly sing the real B word, um,
1: shocking to be,
0: <laughs> to be edgy. um, Hey, the good brothers came out. I really enjoy that good brothers theme song. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the, cause it's pretty rare in my experience that you get it actually like a halfway good wrestling theme song. And I think they managed to get one here. And by the way, they did mention something I've already ordered because I listened to Talk in Shop. Talk in Shop Mania. That's going to happen so, on August 1st.
1: When you messaged me about that the other day, I was like, what is this? And then I heard people talking about it. I think it was maybe John Pollock on Post Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so ridiculous that I now feel like I have to see it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm already ordering it. So. Either both of us are paying for it or you're going to see it anyway. <laughs> just just we'll, being completely candid. We'll procure it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's already been procured. Um, <laughs> but that being said, not too long for the Good Brothers to, uh, you know, talk much. Oh, Carl Anderson did say he's the greatest wrestler ever. So that's a bit of hyperbole in my opinion. Uh, also... On Saturday, when he was wearing the hat and the shirt, Doc Gallows, by the way, he is going by Doc Gallows in Impact again. Um, he kind of reminded me of Diesel. I can get that. At least in aesthetics, anyway. But, you I know, think, the- I think Anderson's
1: oh. better than I think a lot of people realize, too. Even myself, I forgot how much I can enjoy Anderson on the mic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anderson's great. So um, I'm excited to see them. Yeah, the party is not long. They get the beer skis out. They're about to pop them open. And then Ace and Madman come out, and they're not having it. They're ready for a they're fight. Not, they're definitely not fans of the new guys. Yeah, they are not. They, they are uh, certainly perturbed, for sure. They wanted to get revenge for Saturday night. Uh, that doesn't happen. The Good Brothers get the better of them. And one thing I noticed at the end of the segment is – Doc calls for a brother shake. Carl gives him one, but then he kind of like grimaces a little, like <laughs> maybe Carl was just a little too stiff on the brother shake.
1: <laughs> He's no Johnny Swinger, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> soft but what's funny to me is that like, he gave him the look like he was being stiff on the brother shake and not even close. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so that's uh, and that that we will um, see the Good Brothers again, and we will establish their debut match, which will air next week as well. Oh boy! Um,
1: um spoilers I, I mean, on that. I'm not excited for that
0: one. You can be upset about it, but like okay. I kind of I mean, see it it's for what it
1: is. I was say it's going to be good though, because just going to establish them, probably give them a quick win.
0: I just kind of perceived it as yeah, something like they'll get a quick win and. Establish like hey, the good brothers are here and uh, they're not playing around, yeah. Um, the good, brother, I do like
1: probably... I'm just gonna, I was gonna, I just want to say that uh, I do like that Ace Austin is involved in this because, yes, I think he has a lot of potential. And I think putting him with a big name like Gallows and Anderson, I think that'll mm-hmm. be a good way to get him some exposure and some experience with some vets, yeah. That'll do a lot for him.
0: <laughs> uh, I will put it this way the team they're facing. Not quite coming in and immediately feuding with the Usos, but <laughs>
1: uh, um, If you could feud with the Impact version of the Forgotten Sons, that's basically what
0: you're getting. You know, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Uh, We cut to Heath, and by the way, until they establish he has a last name on the show, which I think they established he doesn't, but until yeah, they establish... The security guy was
1: saying, do you have a last name?
0: Yeah. You well, know, I used to. He said, "Well, no, I, I can't have one, him but I can't use it." And blah blah blah. Um, he. So he he's trying to get into the the building. Guy says, "You're not on the list." So he's like, "Okay, you know, whatever, screw it. I'm going to call Rhino." Rhino's not picking it up because Hernandez <laughs> and him yeah. are arguing over the wrest the arm wrestling and the brawl they had, and uh, they agree they're going to have a match later. And uh, it was uh, amazing. It was a perfect match. It It was was maybe my match of the year. Yeah, they didn't they didn't mess up a spot like it it was literally a perfect match. So Um, yes, Uh, we immediately cut to Chris Bay with two hotties, and kind of shows (laughs) off how much of a jerk he is. You know, he's he's talking about how they're poor and you never drank anything like this, have you? Just. and it's like, why are they staying? Like, why are they hanging around this guy? Like,
1: and he just he just poured her the little cup. He goes, "This is enough. You don't need any more than this."
0: Yeah, yeah. Chris Bay, <laughs> Chris Bay, confirmed jerk. Um, who comes into the Rohit? Rohit, who has gladly accepted his role as a last resort.
1: <laughs> I, I, I laughed when Rohit talked about being the last resort partner for everybody, and how you mm-hmm. never know when you're going to need him.
0: <laughs> man you wait until uh one of the debutant needs debutants needs a tag partner and rohit comes out uh, pardon can
1: we name the uh rohit fans the rohit seekers i'm,
0: I'm coining that term now. uh absolutely i want you to tweet that as soon as the show is done um gotcha. um <laughs> Tweet it from your account and the pod account if you want, honestly. I, I don't
1: care. I'll tweet it from everyone's account.
0: Yeah, I'll tweet it from we'll mine. Be number,
1: we'll be trending number one in the world in 56 different countries. And,
0: yes, yes, I will tweet it from my account. I'll tweet it from the Herocast account, by the way, Eddie and Caleb's Herocast. I do that with another friend of mine. It's more long form and different subject matter, but hey, check it out. Um, let's see here. See, this is how I run a sh- <laughs> oh, it's, it's by the four. way, we need some links. By the way, Chris Bay, um, he's coming in. He's like, "I don't trust you." You see my lip quivering, right? That was a really good line.
1: Uh, oh, I also liked when he was talking to the girls. He goes, "You probably have his number." To so the girl about yeah. uh rookie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't like all the Bay puns, but I, I don't know. I, I don't want to. This sounds like a cop-out or an excuse, but I guess I'm not supposed to.
1: Um, so you don't like that we're hosting this podcast on a Tuesday? You're not a part of the Tuesday party that he was talking about?
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh, no. <laughs> no, apparently not. Um, <laughs> we get a uh, Knockouts Tag Team match. Uh, Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steels against Nevea and Jessica – or, pardon me, Havoc. Uh, first name redacted.
1: <laughs> Meh. This was the low point of the show for me. Yeah, for sure.
0: My biggest takeaway from this match, and by God, I hate that they're even talking about it because it means it's going to happen. They're talking about reviving the knockouts tag titles. No fan. That,
1: it doesn't make sense. What do you have? Two teams, three maybe? I mean, you
0: you it's, can like you have you have a big enough roster if you build up you the have, teams. I guess you could but, justify it.
1: Regularly, what do you have? You have these two. You have Taya and uh, Rosemary Uh uh-huh what else do you really even have i don't know
0: uh i don't know you could team up jordan and kylie i don't know either way Um, i mean my idea was like how about instead of you know that instead of establishing new tag belts and taking up more tv time all year how about a nice go between you do like a, a tournament once a year that or be the better option,
1: well, kind of like or the the, the, best the classic, chicken. you figure a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. So, or you know, you do a battle bowl type of scenario, but you give the winner rotisserie chicken. Um,
1: <laughs> Every Thanksgiving, do it with uh, the turkey. Yeah, instead of feast of well, fire.
0: If you there, there's a group chat I'm in where like I once referred to a rotisserie chicken as a tis. Um that's, that's a slang term that I stole from someone that I just, it cracked me up because it sounds so ridiculous. I'm getting in the weeds here, man.
1: I just assume a, a lot of okie talk that you, uh, you come out with. I no. see some of, your, some of your things. You know what's funny? I,
0: like stole, this from someone, I stole it from someone from Philly. So, I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, goobers, man. Oh, the flashback. Not that I really care about the flashback because it's literally a waste of time, in my opinion. Oh, I thought that but was good. the flashback... Good, The flashback in this instance was Eddie Edwards uh, winning the, at the time, TNA World Heavyweight title from Lashley in 2016.
1: It's a little petty, but like I said, I think it was good, too, because you figure if you are tuning in for the first time, you know Lashley, most likely, from WWE. So to Mm -hmm. see Eddie beating him, especially when Lashley, I mean, he lost the title match, but he's been a pretty big deal on TV. Yeah. So I think seeing that helps. It also reminded me that like, when I said on the podcast before Slammiversary that Eddie Edwards feels like the same Eddie from 10 years ago. I was like, at mm-hmm. least his looks changed. And I feel like I didn't give him credit for that.
0: So, Yeah. Dude, even like, okay, you know what, Eddie? I'm going to say it again. You could even keep the Corn Road Mohawk, but stop wearing the Capris. That's all <laughs> I'm asking. And he wasn't wearing the Capris tonight, but he didn't wrestle. Um, but we'll talk about that later. After the flashback, we cut to Sammy Callahan chasing down Ken Shamrock. He, he wants to yell at him. And it's clear to me anyway that Sammy Callahan just wants to send. He wants this to break up. He wants this to implode. And Ken Shamrock is being a little reasonable because Sammy's like, hey, that one's on you. You screwed up. And Ken's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I know. I, I don't want to talk about it him right himself. now. Yeah, exactly. It tells you that, like, I think maybe they were going for funny at the time. I don't know, but um I see I, I took it as serious. I took it as I like Shamrock
1: it, really questioning
0: kind of yeah.
1: like, I think 'cause I know Tommy Dreamers talked on Busted Open about trying to pay attention to what everybody else is doing and taking from here and there. Um mm-hmm. I think they kinda got I'm just gonna say I think they got that from the last ride a little bit too. I feel like Ken Shamrock having a little bit of that undertaker questioning like it, airs, and if he can still go. Yeah, I, I'd like to see it go that way. I think that could be really interesting.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, him having a I, bit of an identity crisis. And I think the, the crescendo could be them winning the tag titles if you want to go there. And maybe you should if you play it right.
1: I think that could be really good. And I think it's just good in wrestling when you have... I think you could use old wrestlers as much as you want when you acknowledge them being old. I think the problem yes. with WWE is that they use so many old guys like Goldberg, and then play yeah. it like they're still in their prime. Where if yeah. you have an old guy and you're gonna play it as like, hey, this guy's you know nearing the end, he's lost a step or two, does he still have it? I think that's a lot more interesting and could even make some more entertaining
0: matches. Yeah. Um let's see here. Oh, right after that, Katie uh, by the way, I think I referred to her as Forbes on the recap. I meant I'm I'm sorry. It's Katie Forbes. Katie Forbes and RVD are talking. RVD is back. That's cool. Cancel culture is done because, you know, half of that group, ironically, got cancelled. Um, <laughs> Who would have thought? The guy that uh, walked around having people grab his penis. Canceled. Yeah. 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 Yeah, a bit, yeah, a bit of a pest. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, his little um, expose was competing directly against Slammiversary, which I thought was funny. Um okay. Yeah, he did, like, a 58-minute expose on um, uh, all, of his, all of his accusers and everything.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched any of that. I've just heard people say that it's not good. So I'll Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, honestly, I'm not going to bother. Uh, sorry, Joey. Let's see here. Oh, by the way, oh, Katie Forbes talks about she's going to show off her sexy photos next week for free 99, and then she starts dancing.
1: So get access TV now if you don't have it because Twitch is getting yeah. impact off again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Oh hey, th- right after that we got a tease for another debutant, Brian Myers, the former Kurt Hawkins.
1: Okay, I I I gotta find new words to use, but I love this because you did. There's two guys that I. Nobody else likes online, but I will die on the hills of Brian Myers and Michael Tarver being stars.
0: (laughs) Okay, Brian Myers, I kind of get it, but Michael Tarver, that came out of nowhere.
1: Okay, I love Michael Tarver, and I don't care what anybody says. I thought he had the best look in wrestling. I thought Mr. 1.5 or whatever the number was. I don't even remember.
0: I think it was 1.3, but
1: yeah. And him just trying to be the guy who knocks people out and wears the bandana over his face before COVID was just perfect. And I miss Michael Tarver so much.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think you might be the lone Michael Tarver stan. Um. <laughs> I think we have more fans than Michael Tarver at this point, to be honest. Yes, yes we have two
1: so no, that's that's double the amount of Michael Tarver fans right now, exactly
0: exactly um now, I'm excited to see Brian Myers come in, but the fact that we got a Brian Myers vignette alone kind of makes me believe that Matt Cardona will be going elsewhere.
1: That's what I assumed too. I was like he has to be AEW bound if yeah if Myers is uh coming yeah to also Myers is is one of, I would say Myers is one of the only guys. Well, I know it's it's going back on what I said earlier. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind if he came in with the serious gimmick because we're so used to him being such a goofball and a loser. I yeah. think if he came in with the like, watch me now, watch how I could be when I'm serious. I think that could uh-huh. be more interesting where I feel like guys who we know are entertaining all the time, like EC three and can do the comedy better. I don't want to see those guys take the super serious route, but I wanna see it from Myers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can I can kinda see where you're coming from. Uh I'm pretty well open minded, especially with something as silly as professional wrestling. So I wouldn't yeah, mind.
1: Might, I was say, they might take that route too, because I feel like if I remember right with the package, they said you heard Dreamer or somebody saying something like uh you just don't have it, kid, or something like that. Yeah. Some yeah, some one of those sort of lines. And I think that'll be good if he comes in, you know, trying to prove everybody wrong.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so after Brian Myers, oh my god, <laughs> a Deanna interview, which by the way, GM <laughs> Miller, she was 0 for 3 last, uh, on Saturday, she got the right door.
1: And they made sure to get a very specific angle when she was interviewing, I've noticed too. They yeah. They pulled that camera to make sure that they knew, that we all knew why she was interviewing. Uh-huh. And if you watch Impact, you'll get that. And if you don't watch Impact, I'll just leave that to your imagination.
0: Well, if you don't watch Impact and you're listening to this, you must be a really great friend. Um,
1: (laughs) Thank you to whichever uh, one of my family members that is.
0: Yes. uh, (laughs) It's probably your brother. Uh, But yeah, Gia, you you alluded to it. Gia's a smoke show. I'm just going to call it. Like I said, I'm not married.
1: (laughs) I am married, so I I can't comment one way or the other, but uh, we will say we know why she's interviewing.
0: Yes, yes. Um, it's funny she graduated from Alabama because she's definitely roll tide. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, Deanna interview going on. She's you know waxing on, but she's not. She's talking a lot, but she's not really saying anything. But that's not really why the interview exists. The interview exists so Kylie Ray can Kool Aid man her way into the scene. <laughs> okay she's she's like well you know you said you don't have any challengers but but i won the gauntlet and you do have a challenger and and so diana offers a the shake of a hand and kylie ray she's too innocent for her own good she goes for it and immediately nearly gets put into the armbreaker she escapes they they brawl around for a bit until alicia and who broke it up for Deanna? Someone tried someone tried to pull Deanna off, obviously. Oh
1: Kimberly, Kimberly I think, if I remember it.
0: Okay. That sounds right. That sounds right. It's um, kind
1: of crazy that Alicia Edwards uh pulled her away considering she I mean it's a good thing the brawl happened when it did because otherwise she wouldn't have been there later on to stop that.
0: Yeah, it's definitely uh, good timing, for sure. It's almost coincidental. Um <laughs> You may you may say she wasn't even in the building later on. Yeah. You may you may say that. Oh, by the way, next up, the World Champion came out. Okay, you know what? It may sound like generic rock to some, but I really like Eddie Edwards' theme song, and I have since I first heard it.
1: I wasn't crazy about I don't think I'm crazy about this one, but I feel like I liked his old song, if I remember right, when I was watching the uh flashback clip. Oh, I like, hey, oh yeah, uh, I used to like, used to like yeah, the Wolves yeah.
0: music. Yeah. yeah, that was the Wolves theme song. It's really good. It's really good. Especially the howl at the beginning. That helps out. Yeah. Um Eddie basically it, okay. I I took this as a not so subtle dig at Tessa because he mentioned like, well, the belt didn't get offended didn't get defended so much, you know, before I won the title. Like the last time it was defended was five months ago and et cetera, et cetera. Basically says all this to say I'm starting an open challenge immediately
1: that was was really cool because we've seen it before like i mean i feel like wwe has done it now a few times and aw is doing it with cody but we've never seen it with the world title
0: that's the thing we've never seen it with the real world's championship as it were not moose's uh fake Mm -hmm. title or pardon me i I should say it again doubly fake title um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah eddie establishes he's gonna have an open challenge he's gonna defend it every week I f- this immediately struck me as just business right down the pipe. Hey, how can we get people to watch? Hey, what if we establish a world championship match every single week?
1: And it's going to be could- good too because it also leaves the door open for if they want him to lose the title relatively quickly, he mm-hmm. can really be established first. You figure if he goes on a three or four match win streak, he could lose the title in a month, but it feels like a big deal.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Or you know, if he loses it like in the middle of the build to Bound for Glory, he's five successful title defenses in. Um, yeah. Oh, Eric Young comes out. Eddie says you don't deserve crap except a uh, a word whooping. <laughs> <laughs> um. Eric says, you know, you should be thanking God that it's not you that's in the hospital. You know, Rich Swan. He basically says Rich Swan was the wrong guy at the wrong time. Um. And then Eddie topes into him and we get another pull-apart. This was not good structure as far as having pull-aparts.
1: Well, they're getting to be AEW where it's uh, just pull-aparts after everything.
0: Yeah, Uh, I mean I wouldn't go that far, but two in a row is not good. (laughs) Uh, Oh, by the way, Moose immediately after this, you got your fake world champ, your doubly fake world champion going on after your your world champion. He says he's not doing an open challenge, basically because he's not stupid. Uh, He has a list of people who can challenge him. He says EC3 is not one of them because EC3 is too busy controlling his own narrative. And there's another factor that Josh mentions later on that, again, just kind of upsets me. Logically, doesn't make sense for all this to be happening. But Moose says that he will be facing Falabaugh. With the TNA World Championship, World Heavyweight Championship on the line, what would you think?
1: <laughs> I like Fallahbah. It's I know I, I have it weird taste in wrestlers. I, like Ball, I if you
0: like. feel like, but I enjoy like lot. I remember. Uh, d- did you watch? It was in the summer of 2018 when Ares was champion. Did you see Ares versus Fallahbah? I think
1: I did. I just remember the whole. Um, Builds where I forget was it? Oh, it was KM and Fallible. They used they were teaming for a little while, right? I feel like I yeah. really enjoyed that pairing.
0: Scarlet Bordeaux was his uh, was his manager at the time,
1: and yeah, once you got him to talk, right? I feel like,
0: yeah, found- yeah, it was. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it!
1: <laughs> Do you know his shirt was actually sold out when I went to uh, Bound for Glory in twenty nineteen? Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, not 2018. I'm um, 2018. I went to Bob oh, for one... and I wanted to follow Boss shirt, yeah, yeah. and they were actually uh, sold out, so I had to settle for Moose.
0: What a shame. Yeah, yeah I can't believe settling for Moose move. and a Boss on the table. Um, this All match right, well, was short. There's not much I happening.
1: perfectly with this match, actually.
0: Yeah. Not much happening. Um, not really much to report uh, in the match. I mean, there's the aftermath where. One
1: did, did a roll out of the corner.
0: I saw that. Yeah. That's impressive. But that was about it. Yeah, that's really about it. But more importantly, after the match, EC3 uh, basically hops the rail, hits his finish on Moose, runs right out. And Josh Matthews says he doesn't even work here. Well, if he doesn't work here, why did the vignette air before the show?
1: It doesn't make any sense. He should have been stopped yeah. at the door. Yeah, with he, they should have just had a line of people at the door trying to get in. All the new additions, Heath, Heath <laughs> doesn't work here. EC three doesn't work here. Eric Young, we're not even sure about. You guys can all just line up.
0: Yes, um, <laughs> Eric Young walked his way into a world title match. So I mean, security at uh, the soundstage in Nashville is not very good. Not it very good at their job. Friends high places, I guess it really. Does. It really does. Yeah, especially – well, hell, yeah. Scott Demore is the uh, – His old coach. Yep, mm-hmm. Scott Demore, the authority figure. It makes sense that – it makes sense that Eric Young got in. Um, Let's see, right after – oh, my God. It's one good thing after another. Good Brothers are trying to leave. Ace Austin and Mad Men Fulton drive up on him talking crap. He says, don't you wish you had friends? We have friends. Reno Scum attacked the Good Brothers. Sets up our match for next week: Good Brothers versus Reno Scum. They make their Impact debut as a tag team.
1: I wish Reno from WCW was in Reno Scum instead of these two guys. Because I like,
0: <laughs> I like the roll of the dice as a finisher. Yes,
1: yes. And his baggy that's- pants and his shaved ponytail.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's quite an idea. So. This again, like we mentioned before, it basically established that they're fodder. You know. They're they're there to lose to the good brothers. Of
1: course, and I yeah, can... they're doing the Butcher and the Blade role basically right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's wow. Uh, I never thought I'd say this. That might be an insult to the Butcher and the Blade. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe my Favorite segment from the show, possibly came up right after this. So John E. Bravo, and by the way, it is John E. Bravo <laughs> and not Johnny Bravo, not the Cartoon Network character. Uh, John E. Bravo and Rosemary go to this house in Lord knows where. This was they this is think- the
1: best thing Johnny Bravo's done in the few weeks that I've been watching Impact.
0: Yes, uh, Johnny Bravo is really scared and what what is the line that rosemary says before he has his ace of a line
1: i don't remember something about uh you just need to cook with the extra rosemary
0: yeah 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 i hope you don't mind a little (laughs) rosemary and then he says well i hope you don't mind a little vert or a little olive oil extra virgin olive oil (sighs) extra extra virgin olive oil (laughs) and my favorite part of that like right after that Rosemary looks over her shoulder away from Johnny Bravo and says yes (laughs) and then Taya shows up Uh -uh. and Rosemary is upset because she was they were going to cook they were going to (laughs) cook with some Rosemary and extra extra virgin olive oil and Rosemary says, two's plenty, but three's a crowd, unless there's a party. And then she summons a bunch of people into the house. here's the list. This isn't necessarily in order Kylie Ray, the Deaners, <laughs> Team Triple XL, mm-hmm. Alicia Edwards, Crazy Steve, Johnny Swinger. And to top it all off, Susie. And by the way, after Susie comes in, Susie says, "Hey, hey, hey, I'm Susie." And Johnny Swinger replies, "Hi, I'm Ricky Martell." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great because it's like, yeah, you, like if you were younger, you could probably pass for 1980s Rick Martell.
1: He he is quite the model.
0: Yeah, he's something. He's something. And Taya says, what's what's going on here? And then Crazy Steve leaves, and he sees a camera and a microphone, and he says, this might be the craziest reality show of all time.
1: I'm and so excited for this. This is going to am be too. amazing.
0: Wrestle House is going to be amazing. I especially- want it to be
1: like the mad real world from Chappelle's show, but the wrestling version.
0: Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. Would Taya be the Christian Finnegan of this one?
1: Yes, yes for sure. <laughs> there's, there's so much good you could do with this, though. I want to see like the fridge being emptied and somebody yeah. accusing it, uh, accusing Triple XL and then it's not them. I just yeah. want to see all sorts
0: of stupidity. With better, this. It'd be hilarious if like you accuse Team Triple XL and then it's revealed to be Kylie Ray.
1: Yes, that's what I-, I was trying to remember who was really small that was going to be in the segment, but I was just hoping that it's like. And Triple XL yeah. is just over there juicing the whole time.
0: I love <laughs> I love wrestling comedy. And Wrestle House has wrestling comedy written all over it. I am very I wanna, excited. I
1: wanna, the, I wanna see the deaners like having this really fancy dinner party. Yes. Where they where they use the fine crystal. And I I just want this to be as ridiculous like a, as you
0: can get with everybody. Like an around. actual fancy dinner party or fancy for the Deaners dinner party?
1: No, like like fancy, but also fancy for the Deaners. Like, make it, like, real elaborate food, but then they're in, like, Tuxedo t-shirts.
0: Yes. I love it. I love it. Cody is a treasure, so is, uh, so is Jake. Um. <laughs> let's see here. So after that... Oh! Right after that, we get the main event. What did you think of the main event? We had the North defending against uh, the Motor City Machine Guns. It was it was really good, and I just I
1: love the North more and more every time I see them. Mm-hmm. Their, mm-hmm. their tag team By moves are so good.
0: Absolutely. By the way, uh, just recently they became the longest reigning champions in the company, not just as tag champions, but world champion, women's champion. Legends, TV, global champion, all the titles, longest reigning champions, period.
1: There was like one hey. spot in here that I really liked that I don't know if they do it on a regular basis. Like I said, I'm still pretty new to this iteration of Impact. Mm-hmm. But um, when Ethan Page takes Josh Alexander and throws him into the bottom rope, and then he like cross bodies, I think it was Saban sitting on the outside, I thought yeah. that looked really cool. I just like the way that they. I know Josh Alexander's gimmick is that he's the weapon or whatever, right? If I remember right.
0: Yes, the walking um, weapon.
1: So I like that they a lot of their moves that kind of winds it to
0: page using Alexander as a weapon, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you think of the and, switch, man?
1: I think it's the right move. I mean, I I love the North. I think the North are great, and I'd like them getting that explosion, but. Mm-hmm. You figure short-term, it's probably the right move. You might keep more people interested with the machine guns around. And really, I yeah. mean, even if the machine guns do two matches, even if they just do the rematch with the North and then Gallows and Anderson, I think you're, you're set. I think you kind of, the machine guns versus Gallows and Anderson for those belts could really attract a lot of people.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I get that. I don't necessarily like the switch here. I think you could have accomplished just as much of what you're wanting to accomplish. If you do a straight up match and you have the North go over, maybe even straight up, Mm -hmm. kind of establish like, hey, you know, here's that team we all know. And then here's the North and they just went toe to toe with them, matched them and beat them.
1: I think it's going to depend, too, on what they're doing longer term with Gallows and Anderson. I think if they're going to keep them faces, then, yeah, it might have been better off to keep the belts on the North. But yeah. I still feel like Gallows and Anderson, maybe it's just as what I'm used to with them, but I feel like the turn's inevitable
0: with yeah. them. And
1: I don't know how Absolutely. long it'll take, but if they're going to turn, I think them versus the guns with the guns as the faces is a better dynamic than them against the North.
0: But I want yeah. to see both motives before you leave anyway absolutely and i would agree so that was the show but hey before before they went off air the last thing we see jimmy jacobs is leaving leaving through the exit as one does doors cracked open a little bit we see a foot keep it in it's heath heath snuck in can we have
1: next week start with heath like basically being found passed out because he went a whole week without food or water
0: that sounds amazing.
1: I want him to just have been staying in the arena for a week between tapings.
0: Yeah. I think even better, you you, you, you maybe have him, like, passed out next to, like, a bunch of cans of, like, soda and some Cheetos or something, because he, he foraged for what he could find at <laughs> the studio and it wasn't yeah. much at all.
1: Just, like, empty banana peel that he took out of the garbage. and
0: Yeah. And you have like someone like Scott Demore, who's a good straight man, be like, "What the what the H are you doing here?" <laughs>
1: mm.
0: So that was this week's show. But hey, before we go and before we sign off, we have to preview, or not, not even necessarily preview, but let's run down the lineup of next week. We have got the Good Brothers in ring tag team debut in Impact Wrestling against Reno oh, Scum. That, that reminds
1: me, you did miss the one segment where uh, where we set up the main event for next week.
0: What? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I missed that. Eddie was oh, yeah, hanging so... around. Yeah, Eddie so was hanging around.
1: We, uh... No, I was going to say, you can get to that when we run down the card. But...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But re- but real quick, though, you know, Eddie's you know having an interview. This is earlier on in the show, and he mentions the open challenge. Trey comes in, says, didn't mean to eavesdrop or interrupt, but uh, you got an open challenge, and I'm down. And that establishes our main event for next week, which is Eddie Edwards defending the title against, by the way, for the first time, I think, in the history of the show, someone on commentary actually refers to him as Trey Miguel. One of the few times.
1: And I talked about part of a anniversary uh, when I realized he was just Trey now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think maybe he found his last name and he can use it, unlike Heath. Um,
1: <laughs> he should just be Trace Slater now just to troll him.
0: Yes, that, that Trey Slater. Oh, oh my God! We need a tag team of Trey Slater and Heath Miguel, because um, yes. Heath Slater looks like he would have the last name of Miguel. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Ken Shamrock is going to talk to Sammy Callahan. At least that's that's what I gathered. He did say talk to me next week, so we're going to get to see them again. And last, certainly not least, Wrestle House. I'm so excited for Wrestle House. Yeah, Wrestle House is going to be awesome. Um, I again can't promise we're going to be on the air next Tuesday night. We may. No promises. I'm hoping. I intend- I'm hoping we will, but we'll see. Things, things may fall in line where it won't be able to happen, but we're going to do our very best to be back on the air for y'all. We thank you for listening. We got our plugs out earlier. I not so subtly name dropped my other podcast multiple times throughout the show. Um, <laughs> we're going to get out of here. We thank you and God bless you.
1: See you next week.